Alright, well hello and welcome. Welcome and hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And of course we got uh, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. And I just want to point out that that was a really strong clap at the beginning of this video. That, that means this video is going to be so much better than all my other vlogs because the strength of the clap. The strength of the clap? Hmm... Maybe we shouldn't say that. Maybe there's got to be a better way to say that. Uh, let me get out my vlog notes here. We do have a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, we're going to do some advocacy at the top. There's a great article from CNN that I would like to talk about. Uh, we're going to do some first impressions. I got a, some fancy stuff from China that we want to talk about. I do have a retro vaping segment prepared. Of course, there will be beer, and of course, there will be shout outs. And I hope to grab a few viewer mails at the end. Of course, music is the eternal eternal struggle. I love to talk about music, but uh, YouTube doesn't like it when I play it on my vlogs. So if you're super interested for some reason in the music that I uh, that I listen to, um, go ahead and just follow some of my playlists on Spotify. I got a playlist on there, New Rad Things. And that's where I just catalog all the new random weird cool shit I hear on Spotify. Uh, into a playlist and of course the Friday Night Delight playlist is on there as well there's some good music out there on the uh, on the Spotify I love the Spotify so go ahead track me down on Spotify if you if you're dying if you're just dying to hear the music that I listen to which uh, which I absolutely absolutely understand if you're not interested in that but moving forward uh, I got well I kind of have a rant so this is this is this is going to be a little bit cranky. This is going to be a little bit ranty. I get a lot of comments and uh, questions and PMs on my YouTube. And when I do uh, a video for something, and let's just take the Twisted Messes RDA for example. I complained about the O-rings on the bottom. The O-rings were weak. I love you, Kent. You, the O-rings on your atomizer are fucking weak sauce. They're just weak. When I got the atomizer and I started using it, the O-rings are weak, right? So that is what I say in the video. I go, hey, my experience with this atomizer, the O-rings are really, really weak. Just something to be aware of. And then people leave me slews of comments saying, oh, well, you can just take dental floss and strengthen up the o-rings you know you wrap dental floss around the atomizer and then you put your o-ring on and then the o-ring stronger i know yes that is absolutely an option but that's not the point you shouldn't have to fix something that's brand new and that's what i'm trying to that's what i'm trying to convey in my videos would you as a viewer rather me not comment on the negative side of of 
devices or atomizers and say, this is janky, this is broken, this doesn't fit right, these O-rings are loose? Yes, that's, as me as a viewer, that's what I want to hear when I watch a review for anything else, something else. I don't want to hear how you fix it when it's brand new. I want to hear what's wrong with it when it's brand new. You shouldn't have to fix something that's brand new right out of the box. And this has been going on in the vape world for far, far, far too long. Back in 2011, the clearomizer phase hit. And not the big clearomizers that we're used to. They were these, uh, and I wish I had one I could show you. They were... Uh, uh, like cigarette-sized atom, uh, like cigarette-sized clearomizers. They were just a clear, slender little tube with a filament, you know, coil at the top, and then two wicks that came down into the bottom. And they were fucking terrible. They were just awful. Just the worst shit you've ever vaped. But there was a way to improve their vaping. And people kept giving me shit. They're like, Nick, don't you know that if you take the center out and you fluff up the wicks and then you put it back in, it'll work really, really well. And I go, yes, I do know that. But that's not the point. The point is brand new, out of the box, this doesn't work correctly. This doesn't work as advertised. So when I th say things like, uh, yeah, the 510 on this is wonky and this that and the other I don't I know that there's a fix for it but that's not my job that's not I I'm it's not my job to fix this brand new product we need to uh, as vapors not settle for fixing stuff right out of the box god that drives me nuts you don't need to fix things that are fresh brand new right out of the box they shouldn't need to be fixed they shouldn't need to be fucking fiddled with to get it to work correctly. It should work good, brand new, out of the box. If something doesn't work good and brand new, out of the box, you're going to hear about it. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to tell you about weak O-rings. I'm going to tell you about wonky 510 connections. I'm going to tell you about horrible fit and finishes. That's just uh, that's just part and partial to the, uh, to the YouTube review game. Uh, and moving forward, I I'm I've, and I've been harder on products and I'm gonna continue to be harder on products. This is how you push innovation forward within vaping. You can't just say everything's fucking awesome because everything isn't fucking awesome. End rant, end rant. Man, I could have kept going on that one for, uh, could have kept going on that one for years. So what do we have to talk about that's happening in Alabama? A fellow named Nick writes to me. Uh, I'll just, I'm just going to read his email. There's some uh, Alabama taxes happening that are not, uh, not good for anyone. He writes to me and says, Hey, Nick, I'm an employee at a vape shop called Deep South Vape in Mobile, Alabama. I love, I absolutely love my job and I've been educated uh, and I've been, okay, you know what, reading is, uh, reading is difficult and I've been dedicated to help people get off cigarettes ever since I quit a little over two years ago. The company I work for has four stores now and there's vape shops all over this area that are very successful. We are always growing in business as more and more people are putting down traditional cigarettes. This is great, but now all of these amazing things that are happening could go away. This is due to Governor Robert Bentley having a special session, special fucking session. Sorry for the obscenities this week. Special session. 
This would be because Governor Robert Bentley is having a special session concerning details of our state's budget. One of the proposals to be discussed will be reviewed will be a revived version of an earlier e-cigarette tax bill. Wow, that sounds so incredibly familiar to me. This bill would add a 25 cents per mill of juice. Wow, this would make a $3.25 tax on a 15 mil bottle of juice and a 7.50 tax on a 30 mil bottle of juice. Ah, which would steer people away from using vapes and turn others back to traditional cigarettes because of the high because of the high cost. Vape shops, vape shops like us would have a decline in business which could lead to shops shutting down and people losing their jobs. It is an estimate it is estimated that 2000 people uh, might lose their jobs in Alabama. Vaping has saved my life. It has not only helped my health but has given me a job and of course a new hobby. I would hate to see all the people we could help refrain from coming into uh, refrain from coming in to stop smoking because of the high prices of juice. If you could please mention this in the vlog, it would really, really help. I know uh, if you did, it could get at least one fellow Alabaman, Alabaman? Huh. Alabaman to reach out to lawmakers, urging them to oppose tax on vapor products. The more, the merrier. Thank you so much for taking the time to read this. And even if you don't mention it in a vlog, I will continue to watch your videos are the best. Thank you so much, uh, Nick, for the kind words. Additionally, I'm going to try to find Alabama vape tax. Uh, there has to be something out there. Uh, this is uh, change.org petition. Yeah, here it is. Governor Robert Bentley proposes e-cigarette tax that could increase tax increase should Alabama impose a tax on e-cigarettes. There you go. I'm going to link in the description to this article. Uh, they have all sorts of data. They had a poll. Uh, the overwhelming uh, the overwhelming answer in the poll was no. 67% said no, you should not do this. Absolutely, it's bad. And it's funny because the same things are happening in different states. This one happens to be happening in Alabama. There was a tax on e-cigarettes that got shut down, so they brought it back in a special session. Now, this is the shadiest thing that I think our government can do. And uh, it's still, I believe, uh, by the people for the people, but it doesn't seem that way with these special sessions that happen behind closed doors where nobody's allowed to comment or say, hey, I don't like this, it affects me directly, and I'd like you to know that I don't like this. The government kind of just goes, eh, okay, well, you had your chance, but we're going to force this through regardless of what you think. That is messed up. Absolutely, Nick. Thank you for, uh, thank you for sending that. Uh, thank you for sending that my way. Additionally, we're going to talk about Arkansas. So I was talking to uh, Kurt from CCI about Arkansas, and... So evidently there's a bill in Arkansas, Act 1235, that's already gone into effect. It's already law. It's already gone into effect. Uh, he tells me it went into effect about a week ago. No retail sales to Arkansas. Wholesale must be sold to a shop that either has their manufacturing license or you could get your license and then sell to whomever you'd like wholesale. So here's what I dug up on the internet. Cyclops Vapor. Act 1235, Cyclops Vapor has officially shut down online sales to uh, to the state of Arkansas, which is ridiculous. We were get to announce Cyclops Vapor is no longer able to ship consumer orders to the state of Arkansas. 
due to the passage of Act 1235, SB 978, which takes effect today, July 21, 2015. The passage of this bill classifying vapor products as tobacco products prohibits the sale of e-liquid and all vapor products directly to Arkansas residents via online channels. It is illegal to ship vape gear that you have purchased online to the state of Arkansas. And unfortunately, Namber Juice is also unable to ship to Arkansas. Uh, we're talking with our lawyer to see how we get, you know, certified or get these licenses or certificates so that we're able to sell our wholesale to brick and mortar shops in Arkansas. But as it stands right now, no online sales can go to Arkansas. They just can't. Now, if you do that, you will be a criminal. And if you're okay with being a criminal, then absolutely continue to purchase online sales in Arkansas. But as it stands, uh, a lot of vendors are following suit and not, not shipping orders to Arkansas. I don't want to be a criminal and I don't want my business to be a criminal business. I don't want to feel like a, you know, like a moonshine or like a, like a bootlegger or something. So yeah, Act 1235, that's, uh, that's really bad for Arkansas. Like I said, we're trying to get certified, get these licenses or certificates or whatever they need so we can continue to wholesale to stores in Arkansas. But as it stands, there's a lot of vendors, including Namber Juice and including Cyclops Vapor, um, that just aren't... Uh, aren't being able, aren't going to be able to ship to Arkansas. We are currently working uh, with retail partners, blah, blah, blah. While the bill has been passed into law, by no means should this be considered the end of the fight where this legislation is concerned. It is still important for consumers, shop owners, and manufacturers to continue speaking out and contacting state officials, not just in Arkansas, but in every state. Absolutely. We're fighting on multiple fronts here in our home state with proposed legislations that includes a per mill tax. When consumers and entrepreneurs of the industry do not work together to take a stand, legislation like we've seen in Arkansas is able to slip through virtually unstopped. Now more than ever, we need to work together. Write letters, make phone calls, send emails, and share this information with state officials and senators throughout the U.S. Uh, here and consistent, relentless, trumpeting, fact-based truth. Vaping is not tobacco. That's absolutely true. Everybody remember. Vapors... Vapors are voters. Uh, me and Matt and Ruby talked about this in my VaporCon vlog. It turns you into a single-issue voter. I want to know where everybody stands on vaping, and then that's uh, that's who I will that's who I will vote for. So, yeah, crazy. So the last thing I did want to talk about is this CNN article. Um, what was the girl who sent that to me? Nikki on Facebook, as well as Doug Hughes from Boilermaker sent this. And I'm going to post a link to it in the description. CNN has a report out now. Yes, that CNN. Big headline on it. Pardon me. It says, do you want to quit smoking? Studies suggest vaping daily is the best way to kick the habit for good. CNN put this out. Studies suggest vaping daily is the best way to kick the habit for good. And it's got a whole, uh, a whole huge article. Uh, so you've made the decision to quit smoking and you've turned to vaping. Well, there's good news on the horizon. Scientists now suggest that people who take up e-cigarettes in an effort to stop smoking should consider upping, upping the nicotine dose they get by using them daily. I, I mean, yeah, using them daily is an understatement. I use it 24-7. 
New research papers released just this week suggest e-cigarettes may help smokers kick the habit, but only if they are used every day instead of infrequently. And I'm assuming they're talking about like dual use people who vape and also smoke. It also may be more beneficial to use the versions with refillable tanks which can deliver higher doses of nicotine. That's not true. Tanks have nothing to do with nicotine delivery. It's all about what's in your liquid. Sure, there may be, uh, sure there is so much controversy around the potential for e-cigarettes to help people quit smoking, even though it is estimated that the devices are up to 95% less harmful than actual cigarette smoking. Goes on and on, goes on and on. And there's a, uh, there's a shop owner who says, it's true, those who quit smoking and vape daily are typical of the ones who end up kicking the habit. At least this is what I'm hearing from my customers. This is something we have all, this is something we have all known. There's testimonials in there from a few people. There's interviews from a few shop owners in there. And in the end, they say electronic cigarettes and other vaping devices are helping people quit smoking for good. There's enough evidence out there that shows how harmful actual cigarettes are. So now we need to look at promoting this electronic industry, electronic cigarette industry on a broader level. Uh, so everybody, it says so Canadians, so Canadians have the right to healthier choices. There you go. I'm going to link to this in the description. Spread it around. Share it around. Absolutely. And I mean, this is stuff we've all known. And this is stuff that I've known for six years. I haven't had a cigarette in six years. Six years and, let's see, February, February, March, March, April, April, May, May, June, June, July. Six years and six months. Ooh. Six years, six months. Six days. That's that's cool. I don't know why that's so metal. I just like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is stuff we've all known uh, for a while, and now CNN is actually reporting on it. So fantastic. We talked about Alabama. We talked about Arkansas. We talked about uh, the CNN article. Um, we talked. We did a little bit of a rant. Um, I had another question. I think I'm going to save that for next week's vlog. Um, what I would like to do now is go to the beer section. Ha ha, good times. Let's taste some beer. Oh, I forgot to do the stormtrooper gag. Ah, I forgot to do the stormtrooper gag. Oh, that sucks. All right, sorry. <laughs> no stormtrooper gag. You stay there, Stuart. You don't get to sit in front of the camera anymore but i do have some beer to taste uh it's in the evening i'm about to go have some sushi dinner possibly and i wanted to relax and unwind from a long day of youtubing to uh to have a beer so this beer i i, I took a photo of the packing slip this beer was sent to me from belgium and i'm going to attempt it shouldn't be that far back to this was after Oh no, did I delete it? This was after VaporCon West I got this beer and I thought I took a picture of the packing slip. Oh no. Was it before VaporCon West? Shit. Was it before 4th of July? No. Oh no. I lost I can't believe I lost it. I even took a picture of the packing slip and all the beer so that I would be sure to give this person credit for actually for sending me this beer. I have a picture of the beer. Great. Congratulations. Good job, Nick. I have a picture of the beers. I just don't have a picture of the packing slip. 
I am so sorry. Oh my god, I'm I am an asshole. <laughs> Straight up, just an asshole. A good, a very nice man in Belgium sent me four Belgium beers from the country of Belgium. That's he sent them to me, and I had a picture of the packing slip with his name on it, and I was going to give him full credit. Uh, unfortunately. For some reason, I deleted it. I just straight up deleted it because I'm a jerk. If you sent me this beer, please, uh, please email me so I can give you proper credit. And I don't know how to pronounce this beer. In fact, all of the words on here, except for drink, make no sense to me. Matig Mar Regal Regalimatig Reniart Grand Carew. Belgish beer, beer, Belgi. Um, this is called Grand Carew. I'm going to call it Grand Carew because I can't pronounce it. In fact, I can't pronounce the brewery. I'm going to link it in the description to the Wikipedia article for this brewery. De Portiforge. I'm not even going to butcher it. I'm going to butcher it. It tells you where the brewery is located. And I learned from Wikipedia, thank you Wikipedia, that this is a Flemish Brewery, so it's going to be a Flemish ale, which of course the only Flemish uh, ale that I'm really familiar with. There's one that Modern Times does now. It's like a farmhouse Flemish ale. Is the Duchess uh, Ruby Roo exposed me? Or well, there's got to be a better way to say that. Ruby Roo introduced me. There we go. Ruby Roo introduced me to the Flemish style of uh, of beers, and I've been wanting to try more of them. So. Yeehaw, no fucking cork in this one. Thank you, mysterious Belgian man. And uh, I am going to, uh, I'm going to taste this. I'm going to pour it over my keyboard, as I always do, into a, uh, you know, tulip-style glass that is never very clean. Is that a bug? I don't know what's going on there. Uh, the color is kind of a lightish amber. Kind of reminds me of uh, Newcastle. There's a nice... Uh, tan head whole lot of look at that head on there look at that head ruby roo are you stoked i'm gonna have to drink through this like a man now so if we go over to the beer advocate website uh this has an 86 score which means it's a very good so this is a belgian strong ale it's available year round and i don't know uh i don't know the what beer in Belgium this is like an equivalent to you know what I mean like some people are like oh well this beer that's like the German Budweiser or this beer that's like the you know whatever that's like uh you know Boddington's is like Bud Light I'm not saying that Boddington's is like Bud Light I'm saying that there's sometimes equivalencies I don't know what the equivalency of this is here. Uh, I have a feeling that I am never going to get to try this beer ever again unless I go straight to Belgium and hang out with my mysterious Belgian friend who sent me this, even though I don't have his, uh, even though I don't have his name. It, like I said, it scored an 86%. It gets uh, pretty good uh, reviews. Creamy head, brilliant, thick goodness, um, decent retention, especially considering the high ABV. What's the ABV of this? Do they have to list it? Nine! 9.5%. 9.5% ABV. Yeah, so 
what we're going to do is we're going to drink it. Uh, I, it's, um, now I'm reading a review. I try not to read the reviews before I drink it because I like to form my own conclusions. But uh, I'm going to read this review. Very nutty, hoppy, brilliant, a bit like Orval. Oh, I like Orval. Uh, strength is average. All right. Here you go. Thank you, my mysterious Belgian friend whose name I don't have on file because I'm a terrible person. This one, this is for you. It's uh, a lot of, uh, wow, a lot of sweetness. The first thing I tasted was like hoppy, hoppy sweetness, like a, a thick sweetness. It is. It's nutty. It's got a big mouthfeel. It feels very syrupy in your mouth. Not like syrupy, syrupy, but syrupy in your mouth. It's got a nice big body, a very clean uh, finish. It's very effervescent in there. It smells wonderful. And the foam on that, you know, that head is not going away anytime soon. The lacing doesn't appear to be sticking to the to the glass in any way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Holy crap, that is delicious. I swear, Belgium, you guys in, over there in Belgium, you have the best beers. That's it. I've never had, well, okay, that's a complete lie. I have had really good fucking American beers. I can't believe I was going to say that. I've had some unbelievable, astonishing American beers. But my preference is towards Belgian beers. I love Belgian beers. This is delicious. This is just a, a fine little brew right here. Um... <laughs> Trying to think if I have anything right here sitting on my desk that would pair well with this. I do. Oh, I absolutely do. This comes from my good friends Russ and Ashley at Vigilante, and I apologize. I need to apologize to them right now because I, I started to tear the label off of this bottle because I was going to dump this bottle into a unicorn bottle, um, but their labels aren't really conducive to that. So I got about this far, and it started tearing. So I just got mad and like ripped it, but. This is Vigilante Rogue. Um, I have it in the REM RDA on the Hexome V2. And I know this, I know this will pair. In fact, I would I don't even really 100% know the flavor profile. The Juice Co. I don't 100% know the flavor profile of this Rogue. So that's what we're going to look for right now. I know it's going to be good. Uh, Rogue. Looks like caramel, chocolate, coconut. Uh, smooth, rich blend of French vanilla custard, accented with shavings of coconut and a drizzle of caramel. Yes. This vape and this beer, this is going to be stellar. God, that is fucking delicious together. Man, I lucked out. This, this is this. Ruby Roo, try to track down some of this beer and then taste it with Rogue and tell me what you think. They complement each other so well. It makes the vape taste uh, sweeter. I get more of like the caramel on it than I have in the past with pairing it with this beer. Oh, brilliant. That is, that is brilliant. That is good. That is a good beer. I'm gonna sit. Uh, I'm gonna sit and enjoy this tonight. But uh, but yeah, that's what I got. I can't believe I forgot this guy. I can't believe. I cannot believe I forgot this guy's 
name. It's driving me nuts. I apologize. Please email me. Please email me so in the next vlog I can give you absolutely proper credit. But that's what I got for beer. We're going to move forward in the vlog. I'm assuming to shout outs, although that's not what happened last week. We might go to shout outs now. I don't know. It's my vlog and I don't know what's happening next. It is shout out time. So yeah, I got a couple of shout outs that I wanted to do. And again, my shout out list is... Uh, well, it's long. It's it's stupid long. It is stupid long. But obviously, uh, you know, obviously I save all the shout out requests I get, and I try to get through them. And there's some. Just looking through my shout out folder, uh, there's some from April. There's some from May that I still haven't done. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Let's do this one from May. I apologize, Jessica. I should have shouted you out way back in May. Hello, Nick. My name is Jessica. My fiance adores you. He stopped smoking completely on Thanksgiving 2014. He is rather new to vaping. I personally do not vape, nor do I smoke. Thanks for thanks to you, he is finally has a hobby. It sounds cheesy, but we sit together and I sew or knit and he rebuilds coils. That's, that's awesome. We are in Indiana. His birthday is coming up on June 19th. Missed your, I missed your, I missed your birthday. We have no idea what to get him. Uh, on Valentine's Day, I got him a Mutation X version 3, a Kanger Subtank, but I was hoping maybe if you could give him a shout out for his birthday and show him how much I really do care and listen to the things that matter to him, it would mean so much. That's it. His name is Wes. I apologize, Jessica. Wes, hope you had a great birthday. It sounds like you're having a great time vaping and building coils while your wife knits. That's just awesome. Consider yourself shouted out and absolutely happy birthday. Let me just reply to Jessica real fast. Hey, Jessica. <laughs> hey, Jessica. So, 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 so sorry for the late reply. This shout-out will be in the next vlog video. Smiley face, because smiley faces. There you go. I apologize, Jessica. That is ridiculous. I should have done that forever ago, but there's ah, there's just so many. So this one comes to me from Dominic. Um, Dominic writes to me and says, Hey, Nick. Greetings from Montreal, Canada. I started vaping about a year and a half ago, and I have been smoke-free ever since. When I first started researching vaping, I came across your videos, and they were very instrumental in deciding to take the plunge. I could not be happier. My wife is very happy I don't stink anymore. Um, so thank you. Thank you. You were a great help, and your channel is a fantastic resource. Well, thank you so much, Dominic. That absolutely means a lot to me. Anyway, I was diagnosed with an ulcer at 23 with ongoing acid reflux. It's no good. I was not able to enjoy beer, mm, as it would give me terrible heartburn. I'm talking difficulty in breathing type of heartburn. When I quit smoking and started vaping, I noticed my reflux was generally less severe, and I decided to take another stab at good old beer drinking. I can happily say I can now enjoy a few without the fear of ruining my esophagus. Esophagus is such a cool word, and so rarely you get to use it. Newcastle is my current favorite. Absolutely, Newcastle's good. Although not as rare or special as some of the beers I see on your channel, I do enjoy it. Go easy on me. I still have some catching up to do. I will never uh, judge a, a beer drinker for drinking beer. Uh, I'm not a beer, like some sort of beer elitist. In the same way, I'm not some sort of vape elitist. Uh, I, I love things like Newcastle, Takati, PBR, sure, beer, bring it on. Yeah, there's all these like fancy craft beers that are just delicious, but I don't enjoy them because they're like 
so fancy and rare i enjoy them because they're goddamn delicious and that's what i tend to gravitate to but uh if you looked at my fridge right now you find a bunch of cheap shit too and it's good it's all it's all beer it's all good um, another example of how smoking ruins absolutely everything and swip- switching to vaping can improve someone's life again thanks for all you do uh let's keep on vaping Absolutely fantastic story, Dominic. I'm glad that vaping has allowed you to drink beer again. That's fantastic. I will never judge you for drinking Newcastle. I had a Newcastle uh, just the other day, and I will probably be drinking PBR tonight. Uh, tonight, tonight, I'm headed to another metal show. I just want to throw this in there during the shout-out segment. I'm going to see Anthrax. Grew up with Anthrax. I've never got to see Anthrax in my life. Uh, Scotty Ian, he's got a big gray goatee now, and he's and it's you know it's gonna be great. I'm so freaking excited. Uh, going up to the House of Blues on Sunset Strip in L.A. See Anthrax. So excited. So excited. Absolutely. Thank you, Dominic. Um, I do have another one uh, right here. Um, John, what's his name? David. Why am I bad with names? David writes to me and says, "Hey Nick, sorry to bother you. I just wanted to inform you of uh, of our loss. Last night we lost a very well known friend of the vape community due to a car accident. His name, uh, as we called him, is Lippy. He used to work at the Esig outlet where I used to work as well." It looks as if the vape community is going to do a cloud comp with all the proceeds going to his family. Absolutely. So far, everyone is doing clouds for Lippy. If you get a chance in next week's vlog, would you do a cloud for him as well? Ah, fuck, absolutely. What what do I vape? I'm going to grab my REM atomizer. I got some Vigilante juice here. I got it on my Hexome V2. Absolutely. Lippy, this is for you. Probably one of the best clouds uh, I have ever done. Lippy, you know what? I like you so much, you're going to get a second one. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, David, for sending that my way. That's, you know, uh, that's horrible. That's, it's, it just breaks my heart to hear things like this. But absolutely, I'm glad they're doing a cloud comp and all the proceeds are going to his family. I like the clouds for Lippy. Um, I would like to see more videos and pictures of uh, of Clouds for Lippy. So shout out to you, David. Shout out to Lippy and his family. Uh, stay strong. It's I. It's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. Let me do one last one here. Let me do one last one here. Um, and I don't want it to be. Uh, I don't want it to. Uh, I want it to be. I want it to be on an up note. Uh, hey Nick, it's Mick again. On a different subject, I was wondering if you could shout me and my wife out in your vlog. We were married exactly one year ago on the 27th of July after being together for 12 years. That's awesome. We have a wonderful little girl named Chanel who means the world to us both. Uh, my wife, Regina, knows how much of an inspiration you have been to me for quitting smoking. I was a two-pack smoker for two packs, uh, two packs of cigarettes a day to two years tobacco-free. Uh, when it's Thursday night and the headphones go on, she knows not to disturb me until the vlog is over. I, I like this. Uh, I know you're very busy for the next couple of weeks. But could you please squeeze us in somewhere? It would be a brilliant anniversary gift. Also, my wife has been using e-cigs too to control her chocolate cravings. The quest and quest what is works. Wait, wait, what? 
and quest what it works a treat. Oh, I think he meant to say, and guess what, it works. Anyway, I will also attach a photo of us on our wedding day. I'll show it to you guys. Thanks, Nick, and good luck with your busy weeks ahead. Kindness regards, Mick from Ireland. Mick, if you're not coming to the Vegas, Vegas, what? If you're not coming to the Ireland Vape Fest, uh, I will be severely disappointed. I would like to shake your hand and your wife's hand as well. Absolutely. Consider your guys shouted out. Uh, Happy anniversary. I know it's late, but happy anniversary so much. Uh, keep uh, keep vaping up Ireland over there. I'm excited to get over to Ireland. And like I said, Mick, I hope you're there. Please be there. Come to the Ireland Vape Fest so I can shake your hand. That would, abs that would absolutely be stellar. So moving forward, uh, we, did, we already did a whole bunch of stuff. Alabama, Arkansas, CNN. Uh, we did beer. We did shout outs. Now what I would like to do is get to some first impressions. All right, so what I got for some first impressions this week, it's all, yeah, it's actually all China stuff, um, which China, there's, <laughs> unfortunately, there's a couple vendors in China that just have my address, and so they send me things that just, they just show up. It's like a big surprise. I have uh, duplicates of all of this stuff that I'm going to do some sort of uh, big giveaway for. Uh, basically, everything I talk about, I have duplicates of, multiple duplicates of. First thing I wanted to talk about, iStick 100 watt. E-Leaf coming out of the gate with an iStick 100 watt. Are you kidding me? So it uses a double 18650, no more lipos, and kind of from that view looks a little bit like the IPv version 3, although it's uh, it's literally so much better in every way. The magnets that hold this door on, there's two on the top, two on the bottom, and they're recessed. They're like in a little ditch. The door Oh, the door is strong. There's no play up or down, side to side. It's such, it's rounded. Do you see how rounded it is? So comfortable, so comfortable to hold. No temperature control, just straight up 100 watts on a dual 18650. <laughs> it's been freaking awesome. Uh, you pop out the batteries to charge them. You put new batteries back in and you just, you just rock it. It's a great, so far. Like, I, like with all my first impressions, I have to report back later on how it, uh, how it holds up in sort of the real world. It's not, my only gripe with this so far, the buttons rattle a bit and they seem to, they appear to be some sort of plasticky material. I would have liked much better buttons on here, but for the price, uh, I believe these are being sold around for $50 maybe less than $50. Uh, this came directly from eLeaf, so I'm gonna link to them in the description, but you might have to use your Google Foo to, uh, to see who has, it for, uh, who has it for more, who has it for less. It does have a spring-loaded 510. Um, you can charge it uh, via the USB and the included wall adapter. Um, and it says, oh, recommended match the iStick 100 watt and the iJust 2 atomizer. Of course, they're going to suggest their own atomizers. But yeah, it lists all the tech specs on there. It's been great. Right out of the box, like I was ranting about before, it worked perfectly. It fires every time I press the button. I put two 18650s on there. I have this tank on here, which we're going to talk about, rocking it at 82 watts currently. And it looks a little dry, so let's hope I don't get a dry hit. Not at all. So yeah. <coughs> wow. Water. 
Water. Water alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the first impressions of the iStick 100 watt, it's pretty rad. I like the idea of a non-temperature control 100 watt mod coming out. Um, I, in my tank usage and in my RDA usage, I rarely go above 100 watts. I rarely get to 100 watts. There's been some very rare occasions where I've been using the DNA 200 and I had a dripper at like 120 watts and it was awesome, but that's a pretty rare event. 100 watts is kind of where I feel comfortable. And you know, the first, I got that Segeli 100 watt back in January and here we are in July and I'm still below the 100 watt range and I don't really see myself going above that. So. I like the way this feels. The fit and finish on it is quite, quite nice. And best of all, it's going to have a reasonable price tag around the $50 mark from what I understand, although that could not be 100% accurate. So far, I've really been enjoying it. I really just like holding it. It's perfectly ergonomically round. The display is nice and easy to read. It looks, you know, it looks like the old DNA 40s. It shows you your battery level. Uh, you have the voltage, your ohms, and your wattage. I mean, that's all you need. Um, I'm interested to see how durable this button is. If they could have used like a nicer button on here, then it would have really would have sealed the deal. But as it stands, the button works fine. So yeah, iStick 100 watt. I think it's I think it's cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those devices that I feel myself using. Uh, using quite a bit. You know what, while I have this, let's talk about this tank. So I got this tank. This is the Phantom Tank from Horizon Tech. If you don't know Horizon Tech, uh, it's the same company that made the Arctic Tank that was just so wonderful. And people were asking me about this drip tip on, uh, I don't know exactly where this came from. It's like a marbly drip tip that I, I have no idea where it came from. It just I just put it on here and it fit and worked so well. I just continued to use it because the drip tip they provide is, uh, well, it's it's awful. This tank has some of the best coil heads I've ever used. The coil heads are just beautiful. And I'm gonna fiddle around with to see if I can put these coil heads in a different tank because I dislike this tank so much, but I love the coil heads. Look, this tank has great airflow, okay? I'm gonna go to the website and try to read you this, and I'm gonna try to figure this out as I am able to take it apart and put it back together, but some of this makes no sense to me. 22 millimeter diameter, sure, absolutely. 304 stainless steel construction, high quality glass tank sections, five mil tank capacity, two chamber liquid storage, okay. Mechanical cooling system. Mechanical cooling system. I read that on the box. I read mechanical cooling system. And then I was kind of like, huh, well that's interesting. A mechanical cooling system. Sure, let's see how it works. This tank gets the hottest of any tank that I have ever used ever in my life, ever. It gets unreasonably hot. After like five toots on it, it's just, you can't hold it. It would be too hot to hold. It just gets so freaking hot. So I'm wondering if maybe my mechanical cooling system is malfunctioning. Liquid recycling system. 
I don't know. Splash proof system? Sure. I don't get any spit back. I don't get any misting in my mouth, which is why I continue to use this. 316 stainless steel Japanese organic cotton, wide bore stainless steel 510 drip tip, rebuildable head included. So, obviously, this is a tank I need to spend more time with. I need to figure out the ins and outs of this mechanical cooling system. And I need to figure out how this juice recycling shit works. And I need to uh, rebuild on the rebuildable head. These coil heads are phenomenal, though. Phenomenal. I just want to say right out of the gate, these, these phantom coil heads are just, uh, are just fantastic. Now, the way that you fill this is through the middle of the tank. I'm going to try to show this to you. Do you see this, this slot right here? Well, you twist it and then it opens up, kind of like the limo. Opens up and there's a little gap up there to fill the top tank and there's a little gap up there to fill the bottom tank. The tanks are connected. So what you're supposed to do, at least the easiest way that I've found, is I open up the juice flow and I can see in that side and I can see in that side and I hold it completely flat and then I fill it up like this and I have to do it very very slow because if you squeeze too fast the air has nowhere to go and you'll spill juice well you'll spill juice freaking everywhere so slowly you just slowly squeeze you make sure that some juice is going into the top portion some juice is going into the bottom portion and it just takes uh, forever. You can't just dump juice in there. This is the, oh, now it's filling up too fast. It's filling up too fast. So I have to let it drain. Nope, filling up too fast. It's too fast. Let me take the next 20 minutes and fill this tank up. All right, it's full. That's a full tank. Oh, the, there's no juice in the top. What the hell is going on here? There's no juice in the top. Usually when I fill it up full, you can see that the bottom area is full and you can see juice in the top area as well. Okay, evidently I didn't fill it up full enough, but I filled it up full enough to vape on it for right now. It's weird to fill. It's just weird. It's weird to fill. It's weird. It gets so hot when you're using it. I could probably take five drags right now and it would be it would be unreasonably hot. And I don't want to sit here and just vape in front of you. That's that's well, that's boring. But uh, I'll post a link in the description, arctictank.com. 43 bucks will get you a tank. And like I said, I do have a couple of these to uh, give away. I'm going to give those away in a future in a future video, I think I'm going to do, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've got, I've got stuff to give away, and I think I'm going to do a couple more of those big, huge boxes. Uh, I'm going to do, like, two big boxes of vape stuff and uh, have some sort of, like, uh, you know, subscribers for my YouTube uh, giveaway. I'm, I'm, I'm getting up to uh, 180,000 subs, which is ridiculous. And I would like to uh, I would like to do a big giveaway for my YouTube subscribers. So we're gonna do that. We're gonna make it super easy where all you have to do is like like the video or comment on the video and then and then you're entered for some sort of giant uh, giant box giveaway. Like I said, Phantom Tank, awesome coils, unbelievable coil heads, wonky tank that gets hot. It's hard to fill. This glass part on top just spins, and I have no idea why. It doesn't leak. 
it just spins and I have no idea why. Plus, I don't believe I've ever rocked a tank at 82 watts before. It's good, man. It's a good vape. And yes, it is hot. It is getting, it is getting very, very hot. So... Last thing I have to talk about here in the first impressions before I air the vapor out of here. Picked up this little number too. Oh shit, where's my fucking phone? Ah, I'm going to have to go get my phone. Hang on, hold please. Alright, so the reason I needed my phone was because this, this is the Smoketech X-Cube 2. This is their big double 26650 uh, temperature control device and it works with the app. So from what I can tell, the app works amazing on iOS. I have an iPhone 6 Plus, it just works, I mean, <laughs> it just works flawlessly on iOS. But it doesn't work so well on Android, from what I've told. So I'm going to turn the Bluetooth on, on the mod. And then I'm going to go to this little app right here. Smoke Tech app. It's going to scan and find my device, and there it is. And so when I press the button and take a vape, you can see everything that's happening. And I did that as I got a text from Omboy OC. So there you go. But it shows you what temperature, what voltage, what wattage, your atomizer coil ohms, how long you drag for, three seconds. Um, what's interesting is it works flawlessly. The setup works flawlessly together. And you can adjust everything from the app. So this mod, this whole bar right here is the button. You can press it anywhere and it'll it'll light up. Do you see how it's lighting up orange there? You can kind of press it wherever you want. In fact, you can just grab it and just squeeze it. Which I think is pretty fucking cool. I end up just using my top finger to press the top down and let it fire. Or you can use your pinky finger and set it down. Or you can use the middle. This whole thing is the button. It's really cool it's kind of weird but what you can do what i think is cool um and this is what i've been most impressed by so far um everything you set up on your phone so that's grim's x cube 2 i have it temperature control mode 521 degrees uh you can set your temperature coefficient rate which I've been trying to learn about heat coefficients and temperature coefficients. Um, you can switch it back to just straight up variable wattage mode. You can set it to soft, normal, or hard, kind of like the SX chips. But what you can do is you go into the settings right here, and I have my LED color set to orange right now, right when I press the button. But right now, boom, I can change it to green or Yeehaw, I can change it to blue. Or let's try, yeah, yellow looks cool too. Or you can have it like cycle through all the different colors. Or you can have it be, I don't know, purple. Purple looks cool. I'll leave it on purple for a while. And it updates. And you can turn it off completely. So when you press the button, nothing happens. 
but I like it. I'm gonna switch it back to purple because I think purple uh, purple looks cool. So far it's been great. Um, I could see this being annoying if it didn't work so well with the app, like if I had a droid phone and the app wasn't quite up to where it is on iOS and I you know that's certainly not like a slam against Android users it's just things work different on different platforms and smoke tech obviously didn't spend enough time on their Android version and they did spend a lot of time on their you know on the uh, on the iOS version um, the screens upside down <laughs> so when I look at it it's upside down but I believe you can flip that I wonder if I'm able to flip that in the app I wonder if I can flip that. Set password, uh, heat reset, vapor up, nope, set password, vaporizer name, temp control mode. Now I can't flip the screen in the app, which sucks. Can't flip the screen in the app, but uh, I believe in the menu system, in the actual menu system, if you go one, two, three, you get a whole series of menu settings. So you don't need the app to make this function, it just, uh, well, it just works. It's been working rad. It's big. It's like kind of a big bulky mod, but the fit and finish on it is kind of spectacular. Everything feels really nice. Uh, the door is magnetized. It comes off double 18650s and a ribbon for getting them out. The door's not super strong. In fact, that's the first time I've ever dealt with that, but you're never, you'd never, I don't know, you can slide it open. It's big. I don't know. It's big, and like I said, like with all my first impressions, I have to spend a lot more time with it before I feel comfortable talking about it. I want to see how it does in the everyday, day-to-day uh, -day world type of situations. But I've been using it. Uh, I've been using it with their own Smoke Tech Temp Control Tank, the uh, TCT tanks, and I talked about that on Wednesday. Um, yeah. So that's good, that's it. That's my first impressions of those. So what I wanna do now is uh, I'm gonna take a quick little second to clear the vapor out of this room and then we're gonna do some retro vaping. All right, we got uh, we got all the vapor out of the room. Now it's time to do some retro vaping. So I asked, was it last week or a couple weeks ago? If anybody had any suggestions for retro vaping, uh, just let me know. Let me know in the comments below on what would be cool. But someone did recommend this, and I thought, wow, that would that would actually be really interesting. Because when I got this, it was just so weird, and it's still it's still weird. I'm talking about the Inakin i taste 134 now this thing was big and a lot of people compared it to a lightsaber and i said it looked like a terminator arm or something like that i don't remember the bottom actually looks like the imperial symbol from uh from star wars but yeah inakin i taste 134 if you're still wondering yes these are still being sold online and you can find one if you want to so i'm going to grab a battery this ran on an 18650 i'm going to grab an 18650 i'm going to put it in there just like that, and the threads on this were always really nice. That button just went on really well. No battery rattle, nothing to adjust. One, two, three, four, five. Let's turn it on. You get those Inakin green flashing lights, and the way that you adjusted the wattage was on this ring 
right here. It was like this clicky, clicky ring. So what I have, what was the, the and this had weird, so it started off at six and a half watts, then went up to seven, then went up to eight, then went up to nine, then went up to 10, then went up to 11, then went up to 12, and then went up to 12.5, <laughs> which is interesting. I just always thought that was funny. I thought, why not just do 13 watts? instead of 12 and a half watts, but it is what it is. And of course, I'm gonna link in the description to my original Inokin eye taste uh, video. And that's when, God, when was that? I don't even remember when, how long ago that was. August 25th, 2013. Only in the world of vaping is 2013 gonna be considered retro. My vapor store is still selling. The Inokin eye taste 134, Oh, are they? It looks like they are. And to go along with it, the Inokin iClear 30 tanks, which yes, I have an Inokin iClear 30 tank that I'm gonna fill up and, and vape it, and I'm gonna vape on this thing. Um, and I used to really like these 134 tanks. I have a very vivid memory of being inside Nightmare Studios in Reno, which is now called Lasting Dose, I was getting tattooed or Amber was getting tattooed and I had an iTaste 134 and a iClear 30 and I was vaping Slenderman juice. Now I went and grabbed some, some older uh, Namber Classics, this is the Moots juice because it's a 50-50 PGVG blend. And there was a lot of different ways that people would fiddle with these iClear tanks. And this is one of those things where it's like, it should have probably worked right out of the box rather than not working out of the box. People would fluff up the wicks. People would move this around. Let's get some juice going in there, man. Silica. Silica wicks. In fact, next week for my retro vaping segment. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going I'm going to leave the surprise in. I don't want to ruin the surprise for anybody. I'm going to flip this upside down let the juice sort of get in there. I don't even know what the ohms of this are, so that's what we should check or the resistance. People get mad at me for some reason when I say check the ohms. It's just a habit. I just got in the habit of saying check the ohms, but yes, technically you're checking checking the resistance of your coils. 3.5 ohms, 3.5 ohms. This is a 3.5 ohm coil head, which now just seems ridiculous. But once upon a time, yeah, 3.3 ohms was, three ohms was kind of the standard. So I'm gonna head over to vapecalc.com and see exactly what what so if we're doing 3.5 ohms uh let's say 12 watts that's no that's over 7 volts so we're gonna go with 11 watts i think 11 watts is kind of where i want to be nope let's go to 10 watts see this is why yeah okay we're gonna set this to 10 watts 8 9 10 watts hello Dwayne. hello omboyak gonna set this to 10 watts because that's going to give me 5.9 
volts. And that's why the kick and things like that were such a viable option. That's why things like the Darwin were such a viable option because back then we were all vaping really high resistance stuff. So 10 watts would give you, you know, almost six volts depending on what you were using. And it was good. It was it was plenty of voltage. We thought in voltage back then. Voltage, voltage, voltage. And we were all vaping really high resistant stuff. I remember I was rocking this with an old Igo L rebuildable atomizer. The Igo? Is it the Igo L? What atomizer was that? I think it was the Igo L. No, not Igo motor oil. Igo L R D A. Yeah, it was the Igo L. Oh, you'd made that? Oh, wow. That is funny. That is a that is you can still buy an Igo L atomizer if you want. I always thought they were pretty cool. Igo L rebuildable dripping atomizer. Wow, fantastic. Maybe I'll have to dig out my Igo L next week and uh, and do some fiddling. So super super stiff, super super stiff draw. And these iClear 30s had that like ball joint drip tip that you could point at your mouth. And I always tried to keep mine completely vertical, even though it didn't really even matter. Look how ridiculous this looks. This just looks silly. The 134 with the iClear 30 on there and the ball joint tip, it's weird. It looks like some sort of strange robot penis. Um, I got it set to 10 watts. I'm gonna try to take it to, hopefully it's not dry. Super weak, super weak sauce right there at 10 watts. Oh my God. That Moots juice is fucking delicious. This is 18 milligram, which, oh my God, 18 milligram is crazy talk. That 18 milligram throat hit though, man. That's exactly what reminds me of vaping. God, that Moots juice is real. I haven't had Moots juice in such a long time. It's still really good. 11 watts. We're, wa we're cranking up the wattage. We're going to do 11 watts here, people. This is, re this is silly. This is silly. That iClear 30, it's not bad. It's not a bad vape at all. I mean, it's really not... Uh, it's nice and flavorful. I'm getting plenty of vapor, uh, you know, from this. You have to just draw differently, uh, and I'm and even modern mouth to lung vaping isn't the same as mouth to lung vaping back in the day. Modern day mouth to lung vaping, you can take in a bit more air. With this, you had to draw really slowly and and sharply, but slowly, slow inhales. Clouds, bro. Clouds for days. Good God, that 18 milligram is so intense right now. Just so intense. But yeah, man. I stick. I stick. I taste 134. Um, they are still being manufactured, and you can still buy your own I taste 134 if you want that sort of lightsaber. I wish I could do Adobe After Effects and turn this into a lightsaber. 
but I can't. And my Star Wars lightsaber sound effects are really subpar. But yeah, this is how I used to vape. Uh, I have very fond memories of taking this to work, very fond memories of taking this to the tattoo shop, the 134 and the uh, iClear 30. It was, uh, it was a thing, and that's the thing, you know, Back when I was vaping 18 milligram juice, which we still sell, 18 milligram juice for smokers. Back when I was vaping 18 milligram juice, I wouldn't vape nearly as often. And Ruby Roo told me this, that Twisted Messes told her this, that three milligram juice ruined his life. And that's kind of how I feel. I'm on all this, everything in front of me is three milligram, with the exception of the Vigilante, everything is three milligram. The Vigilante is six and it feels strong. Vigilante is six and it feels strong. Everything else is three and I just chain vape. All day long, I just chain vape three. But back in the day, you could take like eight or 10 drags on some 18 milligram and you're like, all right, I am good for a little while. And the, you wanna vape more so you drop your nick and you wanna vape more so you drop your nick. And that's, that's what happened. That's what I went through. Back when I was working at Starbucks, I would get 15 minutes to go outside and vape. And when I was doing six milligram, I hated it because I would just chain vape for 15 minutes. That's not what chain vaping is. This doesn't look like chain vaping. I'll put a mod in my hand so it doesn't look quite so dirty. Chain vape for 15 minutes, just, just every breath in and out for 15 minutes was six milligram and I still felt like I wanted to vape more. So back in the day, I mean, even just back in, let's say August of last year, I was still vaping 18 milligram at work because I would have 15 minutes to go outside, take five or six drags, you know. And feel like I was getting Nick so that I could go back to work for the next two hours without a break and then come back out again in 15, you know, for 15 minutes and vape some more. So yeah, up until about August of last year, I was still up until I quit my job, up until I quit Starbucks, I was still vaping. Not always 18, sometimes 12, but usually, yeah, I had 18 in some sort of mouth to lung tank, in some sort of Aspire uh, Nautilus mini tank. Um, so I could just get my nicotine and I'd bring a dripper with me and blow some clouds and be like, fuck yeah, dude, bro, clouds, bro, clouds. And then I would take like 10 or 12 toots on some 18 milligram so that I could get through the next two hours of work. And I actually, I'm really enjoying this right now. Ooh, it's strong. Ooh, it's strong. So yeah, did some, did some retro vaping there. I taste 134 and an iClear 30. So now I think uh, I do have just a touch of time. There's at least one viewer mail I want to get to. Viewer mail. All right, I definitely have one viewer mail that kind of opens up a little bit of uh, a little bit of question and answer dialogue, something you can let me know in the comments below. Casey writes to me uh, and says, hey Nick, I have a super duper quick question for you. Super duper quick question for you. Does cigarette smoke bug you at all? I have lots of coworkers that smoke around me. It bothers me on some days and other days it doesn't. Thanks for everything you do and always let's keep on vaping. Does cigarette smoke bother you? Does cigarette smoke bother you? Let me know in the comments below. Here's where I stand on cigarette smoke. I'm kind of like Casey here. Uh, it's very rare that it bothers me. 
every time uh, I I smell cigarette smoke, I go, oh yeah, I did that for a long time. It's never offensive. It's like when some people smell a skunk or some people smell gasoline, they find it like pleasant. They don't. They aren't offended. They're like, oh god, I got gasoline on my hands. They 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 think they feel like it's a pleasant, you know. And it's different for everybody. You know, it's like how some people are scared of clowns or whatever. I don't know. I'm just going off on a tangent here. But some people don't find it offensive. I personally. If I pass by a smoker, I don't find it offensive. Or if I'm in a casino and it has that like cigarette smell, I don't find that offensive at all because I have very, very fond memories of smoking cigarettes. Um, my brother and I used to go down to Las Vegas pretty frequently and it was always in the off season. So it was always like in January or like November. So it was chilly, it was a little bit chilly and I'd have a pack of cool menthol cigarettes and we'd just be smoking like crazy, like watching the Bellagio fountains just smoking cigarettes. And I have such fond memories of that, not necessarily because of the cigarettes, but the cigarettes were part of the overall good time, good experience I was having with my brother down in Las Vegas and smoking. And so there was a a one time like two, I don't even remember, a while ago. No, this is like eight years ago. (laughs) I went to Las Vegas and I wasn't smoking and I wasn't vaping. And that was the hardest experience of my life because I didn't know that vaping was a thing and I just wasn't smoking. And so I would be like sitting at the blackjack table like, yeah, I don't care. What cards do I have? Blow that smoke in my face. Like I just wanted that smell that I wanted that smoke in my face and on me and I just wanted it and then even when I was a vapor and I'm down in Vegas with like you know my silver bullet in my cardo tank and I'm vaping and I'm you know (laughs) and that's very satisfying but then someone else would be smoking and I'm like I want to smoke a cigarette so bad right now I'm honestly surprised in the last six years I have not smoked a cigarette because Every time I'm around a smoker, I, I want to smoke. I want to smoke a menthol cigarette. It's, it's bizarre to me how strong that urge is. It's crazy. But yeah, on some days it bothers me. Um, if I'm in a, a room where a lot of people are smoking, like if I go to a, a rock show in a bar and literally everybody is smoking, it bothers me. It gets, it's too much. And then I get home and my hoodie smells like smoke and my pants smell like smoke and my shirt smells like smoke. And I go, oh God, this is, ugh, this is horrible. That's when it bothers me. But generally day to day, it doesn't bother me. In fact, I walked out of my apartment building um, just yesterday. I was going to get a sandwich in case anybody's wondering. There's a great sandwich shop down the street. But I walked out of my apartment building and there was a hipster guy um, standing outside, just with his earbuds in, looking at his phone, all angsty, just smoking a cigarette. And he happened to blow it, getting texted. He happened to blow it right in my path as I walked by, and I smelled it. And I was like, wow, that's that brings back so many memories. I feel like I'm in Las Vegas again, or I feel like I'm at a rock show again, or I feel, you know, it brings back all these memories, and I didn't find it offensive even at all. Does cigarette smoke bother you? Do you still desire to smoke cigarettes? Let me know in the comments below. I think that would be, I kind of think that would be an interesting discussion to have. Thank you, Casey, for sending that my way. 
What am I doing on time? I'm not doing good on time. I am not doing good on time. Let me do one viewer mail because I know this one's short. Joshua writes to me and says, Hey Nick, I'm messaging you to see if you could point me in the right direction to buy a black Petri 18650 mod by Dot Mod. I'm dying to buy one. I know you're a busy guy and I appreciate your time. Um, absolutely. Josh, uh, I believe that Local Vape has them in stock. So we're gonna do some Google Foo here. Local Vape. I think Local Vape, is Local Vape the exclusive uh, mods? Dot mod. Yep, Peach, oh it's sold out, that's why. They're sold out. Uh, I don't know where to get one. Uh, I don't know where to get one other than Local Vape. I believe Local Vape has the exclusive on that mod and if they're not in stock, then they're not in stock. Um, a lot of other people sell the atomizers, but nobody else sells the mod mod, the mod mod of it, um, which is unfortunate. I apologize. I'm going to be no help to you. I apologize, Josh. So sorry. So sorry. Okay, so yeah, that's all. That's all of the viewer mails that I have. I at least wanted to get that one out there about cigarette smoke. But yeah, that's what I got. That's a wrap. That's a wrap on this vlog. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching, for tuning in every week and drinking beer and vaping with me. Um, this is honestly the freaking highlight of my week. I love the vlog. I love shooting the vlog. I love interacting with people who interact with the vlog. Um, I'm thinking about getting some t-shirts uh made up for the vlog viewers for the people who watch the vlog uh not quite sure i haven't quite settled on design i've been fiddling around with some but uh, i think uh, some t-shirts might be cool also uh beer glasses i'm gonna try to work out a deal to sell some beer glasses that are branded with either grim army or the vlog or something like that something you know for for the vlog for the beer tastings those that taste beer with me you can pour your beer into a, you know, a Grim Army uh, tulip glass, and I think that would be really cool. I've got a lot of ideas going on. Got a lot of very cool stuff coming up in the future. Um, still doing the weekly review series, Mech Mod Monday, Topper Tuesday, Wild Card Wednesday. Got a lot of Mech Mods, got a lot of Toppers, and got a lot of Wild Cards out there. Um, last week I touched on temperature control. There was some very, uh, or this week I touched on temperature control. There was some very interesting, good, positive, some positive, some negative feedback on that. So thank you everybody for the feedback. Like I said, with temperature control, I'm learning along with everybody else. I don't have any insider access information that anybody else doesn't have. I don't have, you know, uh, Brandon from Evolve on my phone explaining things to me. I don't have a contact in China explaining things to me. I learn the way everybody else learns by doing, by reading, and by watching. And so that's the, I have the same information that you do. I have the same, I have access to the same information that you do. So, it's a bit of a learning process, but thank you everybody for the feedback and thank you for uh, thank you for the support. Like I said, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up. Um, got ECC in a couple weeks. I'm gonna take a little break after ECC before we head out to Vape Mania in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and then uh, up to Connecticut after that for a fundraiser. So it should be good times. I hope to run into you at some point in November. Of course, we're going going to Ireland, going to Ireland. Gotta make sure I have my passport. I still didn't buy luggage. You know why? Because Siri didn't remind me. That's messed up. But that's what I got. I'm gonna stop rambling now. I'm gonna grab my 134 with my 18 milligram Mooch juice. That's what I got for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, let's keep on vaping.